Hey, good morning. It's the 23rd of June. It's a Saturday, and I'm going to do something a little bit different today. We're going to do the readings um, for the 22nd for yesterday, Friday. For It was um, a minor or lesser feast of St. Alban, the first martyr of Britain, and I just felt moved to use his readings today, so we are sort of unofficially transferring the feast, so to speak. We begin our morning prayer, rate 2, on page 78. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Let us confess our sins against God and our neighbor. Most merciful God, we confess that we have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed, by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We are truly sorry, and we humbly repent. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us and forgive us, that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways, to the glory of your name. Amen. Almighty God, have mercy on us. Forgive us all our sins through our Lord Jesus Christ. Strengthen us in all goodness, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep us in eternal life. Amen. Lord, open our lips and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. The mercy of the Lord is everlasting. Come, let us adore him. Continuing with the Jubilati on page 82. Be joyful in the Lord, all you lands. Serve the Lord with gladness and come before his presence with a song. Know this, the Lord himself is God. He himself has made us and we are his. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving. Go into his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and call upon his name. For the Lord is good, his mercy is everlasting, and his faithfulness endures from age to age. The mercy of the Lord is everlasting. Come, let us adore him. Our psalm today is Psalm 31, verses 1 through 5. In you, O Lord, I seek refuge. Do not let me ever be put to shame. In your righteousness, deliver me. Incline your ear to me. Rescue me speedily. Be a rock of refuge for me, a strong fortress to save me. You are indeed my rock and my fortress. For your name's sake, lead me and guide me. Take me out of the net that is hidden for me, for you are my refuge. Into your hand I commit my spirit. You have redeemed me, O Lord, faithful God. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Our first reading is 1 John chapter 3, verses 13 through 16. Do not be astonished, brothers and sisters, that the world hates you. We know that we have passed from death to life because we love one another. Whoever does not love abides in death. All who hate a brother or sister are murderers, and you know that murderers do not have eternal life abiding in them. We know love by this, that he laid down his life for us, and we ought to lay down our lives for one another. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. 
We continue with Canticle 19 on page 94 of your Book of Common Prayer. O ruler of the universe, Lord God, great deeds are they that you have done, surpassing human understanding. Your ways are ways of righteousness and truth, O king of all the ages. Who can fail to do you homage, Lord, and sing the praises of your name? For you only are the Holy One. All nations will draw near and fall down before you because your just and holy works have been revealed. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Our Gospel reading today is from Matthew chapter 10, verses 34 through 42. The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to Matthew. Glory to you, Lord Christ. Do not think that I have come to bring peace to the earth. I have not come to bring peace, but a sword. For I have come to set a man against his father, and a daughter against her mother, and a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. And one's foes will be members of one's own household. Whoever loves father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. And whoever loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. And whoever does not take up the cross and follow me is not worthy of me. Those who find their life will lose it, and those who lose their life for my sake will find it. Whoever welcomes you welcomes me, and whoever welcomes me welcomes the one who sent me. Whoever welcomes a prophet in the name of a prophet will receive a prophet's reward, and whoever welcomes a righteous person in the name of a righteous person will receive the reward of the righteous. And whoever gives even a cup of cold water to one of these little ones in the name of a disciple Truly, I tell you, none of these will lose their reward. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. Our morning prayer continues with the Apostles' Creed on page 96. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate and was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day, he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you, and also with you. Let us pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us from the time of trial, and deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. Show us your mercy, O Lord. Clothe your ministers with righteousness. Give peace, O Lord, in all the world. Lord, keep this nation under your care. Let your way be known upon earth. Let not the needy, O Lord, be forgotten. 
Create in us clean hearts, O God. Almighty God, who by, by whose grace and power your holy martyr, Alban, triumphed over suffering and was faithful even to death, grant us, who now remember him in thanksgiving, to be so faithful in our witness to you in this world, that we may receive with him the crown of life, through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Almighty and everlasting God, by whose spirit the whole body of your faithful people is governed and sanctified, receive our supplications and prayers, which we offer before you for all members of your holy church, that in their vocation and ministry they may truly and devoutly serve you, through our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. And now is our time for personal prayers and intercessions, right? So... Our readings today were both helpful and powerful for me. Um, I had a nasty surprise this morning. And I am reminded, as by our psalm, that God will take care of us. He guides us through the nasty surprises. We just take a deep breath, take a knee, take both knees, and let him take us into his hands, his arms, his saving embrace. I am inclined, when unpleasantly surprised, to react to to either try to fix it myself or avenge the wrong or whatever else. I, I can be pretty quickly reactive. Um, on the good side of things, that means that when stuff happens, um, especially like in my job, I can react quickly and think through the process. Um, emotionally, sometimes it means that I don't remember to take my knees, so to speak, and let God handle it or provide me the inspiration for how to handle it appropriately. Um, so today I'm working on that, and uh, I was given a chance to <laughs> test that methodology, and God willing, I passed through the test, the trial, the temptation, unscathed. And I should note here that I don't believe that it's God that tests us, but he uses circumstances and helps us and observes us to see if we're ready for the next level, right? So. It's that kind of test, not in a malicious or malignant sort of way, um, but more in a um, almost like a scientific observation and evaluation kind of way. Um, and I could go on with that, but I, I hope you kind of get the point. Um, where the enemy came and, and tempted me today was to hate um, and praise God the Holy Spirit helped me catch that very quickly. I'm reading a great book right now um, by Desmond and Michal, if I'm saying her name wrong, I'm, I'm sorry, on forgiveness. It's called The Book of Forgiveness, actually. And in one of the early chapters, it talks about holding people accountable, hating the sin, not the person kind of stuff, but also 
holding them accountable for they were more, or made for more, rather. Um, it is another kind of temptation to hate the person, call them a monster, as, as it says in the book, and write them off as irredeemable, but that would be letting them off too easy, Desmond Tutu says. And he's right, and it's also letting ourselves off too easy. So right now I'm pushing through the anger and, and the would-be hate and trying to find the love of Christ and the forgiveness. So that being said, you know, our, our readings today were helpful with that. Oh, and I just lift it all up to God and ask for his help because I can't do this on my own. None of us can, right? When I read verse 34 of, of our Matthew chapter 10 today, I think about, like, immediately is brought to mind the way a sword separates. It, it cleaves things, you know, it, a sword can cleave its way through the metal of shackles, through flesh. It can bring freedom, it can bring destruction, it can bring death. Sometimes there are deaths that we need to die. That's a little bit trite, right? But I am very much praying for death to my old self, death to the flesh that used to control me, and a freedom from the shackles of, of the past and of woundings and of moving into a deeper healing. A lot of times we have to get uncomfortable or uncomfortableness is a harbinger of healing. And so I pray that that's the case here and I know that it will be because I open myself, I submit to God's transform- transformative power. Moving on to verse 36 of Matthew 10. One's foes will be members of one's own household. I, I think there can be many meanings here, as in many verses of Scripture. Every verse of Scripture can be read with your Holy Spirit lenses on, as I like to say, many different ways. And today, what speaks to me is that the true enemy is the evil spirit, the powers of darkness. And yes, sometimes those are members of our own household, knowingly or unknowingly, and we invite them in. And so now, um, with the dominion and authority granted to me through Christ and by Christ, I rebuke the spirits of evil, the powers of darkness. I cast them far from this place, from my workplace, from my home, from my church, from all of the places that the children of God inhabit. I cast them into the outer darkness and I leave them to Christ to deal with. And I invite the Holy Spirit in to just flood us with his light and love, wash clean every dark corner, every shameful place. Let it just be healed and whole and let us become junk free so that we can be clear conduits pipelines of God's love and light that flow to the others around us in the holy name of Jesus Christ all this I pray amen along those lines I'm going to close this up with a prayer attributed to St. Francis it's number 62 on page 833 of your book of common prayer Lord make us instruments of your peace where there is hatred let us sow love where there is injury, pardon, where there is discord, union, where there is doubt, faith, where there is despair, hope, where there is darkness, light, where there is sadness, joy, grant that we may not so much seek to be consoled as to console, to be understood as to understand, to be loved as to love. For it is in giving that we receive, it is in pardoning that we are pardoned, and it is in dying that we are born to eternal life. Amen. And now is the time where you can pause and say your own personal prayers, and we'll come back together in a moment.
Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, your unworthy servants, give you humble thanks for all your goodness and loving kindness to us and to all whom you have made. We bless you for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for your immeasurable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And, we pray, give us such an awareness of your mercies that with truly thankful hearts we may show forth your praise not only with our lips, but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to your service and by walking before you in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, to whom with you in the Holy Spirit be honor and glory throughout all ages. Amen. Almighty God, you have given us grace at this time with one accord to make our common supplication to you. And you have promised through your well-beloved Son that when two or three are gathered together in his name, you will be in the midst of them. Fulfill now, O Lord, our desires and petitions as may be best for us, granting us in this world knowledge of your truth and in the age to come life everlasting. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Glory to God whose power working in us can do infinitely more than we can ask or imagine. Glory to him from generation to generation in the church and in Christ Jesus forever and ever. Amen. We live without fear, for our Creator has made us holy, has always protected us, and loves us as a mother loves her, as a good mother loves her children. We go now in peace to follow the good road, and may God's blessing be with us always. Amen.